fucking suck it up. Yep. Suck it up for 20 minutes. Yep. Mike, start the shit. Let's go. Jake's already drunk. It's sorry in advance. The Golo Family (laughs) Podcast. This is just an unbridled disaster of a recording. This entire episode should be about how much God didn't want us to make this episode of this podcast. It's honestly overwhelming. But here we are. We're coming for you. Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, you know what? Like, get real sick and tired of staring up at Stone Cold Steve Austin's ass and the iPhone's Apple power rankings. That means means you got to bring it a little stronger now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk right now. We oh should my all God. probably tweet it. We should probably all tweet at Stone Cold Steve Austin we right should. now. We we need to get him on the podcast. Well, we're, you know what? We'll tweet at him when we release the, this episode. What do you think? Everybody tweet at Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, nicely Stone- though. We're, we've had legitimately one guest on this pod. Like, think about that. We've been doing this podcast for over a year, and the guest that we've had was Gardner Minshew's dad, Flynn. But look at look oh, at us. I, I get it. It was awesome. Yes. Only the most illustrious guest. He was awesome. I'm so proud of it. We're, you know, we care about who we have on. Next guest, don't hold Steve Austin. <laughs> it's gotta be. Done. No other choice. <laughs> Get it out, get it out to the booking and agents in this one. So, so me Stone Cold yeah. coming up soon. Reviews coming up probably never because of transferring our podcast, going rogue solo. They've been lost for the time being. So we've got a ticket. We're waiting in line for the geniuses of the Apple Bar to help us fix. Next, this. I'm going to ask if Michelle Obama and Joe Rogan have this problem. Yeah. Michelle Obama and Joe Rogan have a shit ton of money, so they don't have any of these problems. So they're not working on their phones like we are? <laughs> no. Okay. We're all, I need we're Joe all Rogan people. to send me some money. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan, if you're really a man of the people, send my brother $50 on Venmo. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been it's been that kind of week. I don't know if this is more disappointing or finding out this week. So, like, obviously, first and foremost, Rest in peace to the most high, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Justice, former Justice of the Supreme Court here, an out-and-out legend and advocate for women's rights and the rights of so many disadvantaged people that apparently my sister had no freaking clue who she was, and she was not alone in this. I mean, zero clue, like not even an ounce. I thought when I first read it, I thought they meant Robert Griffin III. I read it really fast, and I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, just like the <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so, I'm just saying, like, Sydney like I just read it really fast. Sydney and I quote said to me, "The world is mourning her loss," and I'm asking, "Who?" <laughs> so, so Sydney, you literally have no idea who she is. I. I mean, now I kind of do. I'm I'm gonna watch the movie, the basis, Ooh, the basis of sex. Yeah, on the basis of sex. Yes, Ben. Ben, I'm gonna ask you, and we seem to ask you this all the time about Sydney. When this happened, your thoughts? What the hell am I doing here? Is that what you're gonna? <laughs> yes. Thanks for giving us what we wanted there, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I love her. Still yeah. the same. <laughs> Uh, Same as us. Yeah, I guess. Dad, that. on the very first date, you told me to be myself and look where the fuck we're at. Right? 
But I am going to watch the movie. She seemed like a very great and inspiring and powerful she woman. She was. She'll like the movie. Yeah. You will. Now, now Jenny, Jenny, did Jenny? you know who she was? Yes, I did. I have not seen the movie, though, but I, I've been told to watch the documentary as well. So I watched I the documentary. It's good, too. Wait, was it, better. Your, was it your sister-in-law who didn't know who she was? My brother and my sister-in-law did not know. Wow. I'm unsure if my mother knew. Oh, your mom, your mom knew. Your mom knew. I, she did know? Okay, yeah. I didn't think she did. But um, Do you think Tony knew? Oh, he, yeah. Definitely, yes, yeah. He knows oh, okay. everybody, yeah. Why the um, hell would we care? Was Ruth Bader Ginsburg part of the Funky Bunch? I don't think so. She's not fucking Marky Mark. <laughs> wow. Tony's a wise old man. He does not speak like that. But nobody would know because he doesn't come on the podcast. That's so. true. That's Wait, true. hold on. Shifting uh, uh, topics now. He would have recognized the things in the backyard at Jake and Jenny's house. Then, yeah. huh? Yep, Tony Fusilla was actually the one that planted what Jenny thought were pipe bombs in the oh. backyard of their house. Jenny, tell us this one, please. Or Jake. So here we go, another story. So in our in our backyard, our house was built in 1901. In our backyard, we have an old kind of dilapidated fire pit that's built in the corner of the yard. And Jenny was doing some landscaping and started digging up all of the roots that were in the corner of the yard. And underneath the soil, there was some um, kind of cylindrical rod, metal, metal type. A lot of them. Probably 15 type metal pipes. And she pulled one up to the deck and said, Jake, what is this? And I told her because I knew she would tell everybody about this. She said, oh, I, I said, oh, those are pipe bombs. <laughs> so I Googled them. And they looked close enough. <laughs> so I was like, sweet. So I told way too many people at work, including our friends that are living with us, that I found a bunch of pipe bombs in the backyard. <laughs> so naturally, my parents came over to help with landscaping, like get all the debris. I was like, oh, did you see those? And my dad was like, yeah, why? I'm like, they're pipe bombs. And I just hear this laugh from inside the house, like Jake. <laughs> and my dad was like, no, they're not. They're window weights. So we don't have pipe bombs in the yard. Oh my god! Uh, breaking news: no pipe bombs buried in the backyard of our house. Good to know. Yeah, Jenny, I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. <laughs> How long have you known Jake? He gets so serious, though. You don't understand when he tells me things. Like he's dead at. Like you know how many people I told that pancakes in Portuguese is pancaca. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We met my first class of college, and he was taking Portuguese at Notre Dame, and he told me, dead ass serious, that pancakes in Portuguese was pancaca. We were freaking married when he was like, Jen, I made that up. That is nine years of telling people that pancake in Portuguese was pancaca. Jake, do you know any words in Portuguese? Oi. That means hello. <laughs> This is a quick summary of how Jake's education went. Thank God. Thank God I was on scholarship or you guys would have really wasted your money. (laughs) Wait, this this reminds me, this is up there only with the entire Notre Dame hockey team thinking Jake was adopted for five years because of something I said in passing. I was so mad at you. Oh, your mother was was so mad. mad at you. There are two times my mom has been legitimately mad at me. One involved me and Jake. Because FedEx. We, because when we went and saw Cheaper by the Dozen, 
we made a joke at the expense of the kid in the movie called FedEx. And my mom <laughs> looked at us in the parking lot of the movie theater and said, my kids have no effing souls. <laughs> because I we could... made fun of a fictional movie character. I must have been having a bad day. Apparently. <laughs> were they calling you FedEx? No. They no. Called... Oh, I... oh. We were making fun of the kid named FedEx in the movie. I thought oh, yeah. we were calling Jake FedEx. <laughs> Honestly, I'm bringing Twitter back. My name is FedEx. <laughs> Shut up. You know, that, that, that brings up a pretty good thing. Uh, but he didn't tell the story. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. When we were at Notre Dame and in yeah. passing, some, like I was friends with a bunch of, we were all friends with a bunch of the guys in the hockey team. And I, I'm sure Eric Ringel, who's a notable listener to the pod, probably asked me like, oh man, like your brother doesn't look anything like you. And I like jokingly said, oh, yeah, like, you know, he's adopted or made some joke like that and didn't think anything of it because Jake tans really well and is like, you know, just doesn't look like me and Sydney both look a lot like dad. Jake doesn't. And I just, you know, kind of said it jokingly because it's the joke you always make because it's a dumb stock question that we always get asked. Five years later, I'm talking to Billy Mayday, who's on the hockey team, too. And he said he told Ringle, he goes, Man, he's like, what are the odds that the Golics just happened to adopt another D1 athlete? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And for five years, the entire hockey team thought Jake was adopted and just happened to, like, also be athletically gifted enough to find his way on a scholarship. I was so mad. <clears throat> like, there's got to be a good amount of people, like, that still think that. I think so, too. Why, I don't understand like, why you were that mad. Why were you that mad? I don't know. I, like... <clears throat> Because it's her real son. Yeah. What's wrong he with adoption? It's a perfectly Nothing, viable way to go I mean, about finding if children. If he's not adopted, like. I'm, I'm oh, impressed I see that, why he was mad. I, I'm impressed that the story had legs for five years. Oh, I, listen, I, I'm kind of like Jake where I enjoy weaving little white lies. I convinced my buddy Braxton's wife, Natalie, that my middle name was Randolph for nine months. <laughs> God. So along those lines. Sydney, can you do you know a story of when you think your mother was ever the maddest at you? Even though was, <laughs> take a pick. I mean, this is almost like a question to Jake too. You have so many to choose from. Um, no, <laughs> you don't get in trouble. That's why. I mean, I, I kind of do. I don't really get in I, trouble. I, actually... I get like slapped on the hand. What well, our yeah. engagement weekend, I don't know if you guys remember this, it was Sydney's college graduation weekend, and Mrs. Gullick was going through Sydney's clothes. Oh, no. Oh, she was and fucking I'll never pissed. forget, like, looking down at my hand, being like, mm. and then, like, Mrs. Gullick stomping down the stairs and saying, we're not the fucking Kardashians to Sydney, who was still upstairs. Her room, her closet looked like a hoarder closet. I was sick to my stomach. No, I, oh, I know. I just, that's one yes. of the times probably that I've seen you the most. It was. I think that was the maddest I ever was at Sydney. It was always about clothes. I was, I was a good student. I never got in trouble. Like. What's up, Ben? How you feeling right now, bro? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> hey, Jake. So Jake, out of all the times that Ma was mad at you, especially in high school, can you pick out the worst? I mean, obviously, it's something about my grades. I was not a good student. <laughs> but um, you, but you asked for uh, rims if you got straight A's. I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we uncovered a letter. Yeah. We were packing things in our house recently, and uh, 
I came across a letter from Jake from high school that said if he got straight A's, would we buy him rims for his car? And it was for, a contract. For, for, it was rims and a racing stripe for a Toyota Highlander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we immediately signed it because we knew there was no way on God's green earth he was going to get straight. But he ended up with rims and a racing stripe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Son cool. of a bitch. And th- things I also didn't end up with was straight A's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible parenting on our part. Yeah. Horrible parenting. I think wow. when I smashed your phone was the worst. Yeah. When I was most mad. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I think true. that was the worst. Yeah. F- friends, friends of the pod will recognize that story. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's been told. It has been told. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's legendary. Yeah, it Parenting sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Cherish your time when we, you're not. We always wish on our kids when they have kids that their kids do the things that to you that you did to us. You know what's wild is like those are the things that come to mind. And that doesn't even begin to broach the amount of times that my mom has like ingested our vomit or had to touch our shit. Like oh, all I, this yeah. stuff Ugh. that just... Yeah. yeah, like I can't possibly think about stomaching. Yes, yeah, I'm not good with vomit. Sydney threw up macaroni and cheese in into my hands. hands. I'll never forget that. Actually, it was right before, we, uh, in between the closets in the bathroom yep. in your in the old house. Yep. It was Boston Market. And so, yeah. and, and so what a shame. Like, why did you catch the puke? I said, well, it's a hell of a lot easier to throw in the toilet than clean up yep. off the carpet. Yep. That's the only thing worse is Jake puking in your mouth when you were holding. Like I'd have given him back. He was. I'm, it was a baby, and we. Were, I was playing with him and tossing, like lifting him up above my head, and he vomited into my mouth. That is uh, nasty. Yeah, I would have headbutted my baby <laughs> out of reflex. It would have been like exorcism level vomit from me. Just fire hydrant puking all over the baby's face in return. How good. How good is Boston Market mac and cheese, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. As an aside, God you're mighty. It looks, it looks the same on the way out as it did on the way yeah, in. It tastes the same. <laughs> oh. Hot again and everything. Yeah. It's like chili. It's good both ways. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, my God. Shouts out to Chili Aftermath. Been there. Rocks with you. Oh. Yeah. burner. All right. Speaking of burners, it's time for busters. Bren's ba- Ben's Brain Buster is the uh, sensation that's sweeping the nation, and this one's an extra special round. It is because we actually Woo! we actually asked this of Ben. Um, so we, we, had, we, the humble morons. Yeah. Yes. We, we, you know, we, we saw, I must've been watching the sporting event watching a football game. Uh, and, and somebody got the wind knocked out of it. And we started kind of chatting a little bit. And then Chris and I started going, boy, I wonder, I wonder if the wind really leaves you. What, ha- what happens when the wind gets knocked out of you? So we thought immediately for Ben's next brain buster, Ben explain to us what happens when, we use the term or see somebody in the fetal position on the ground when they say the wind got knocked out of them. Oh, yeah. Let me uh, bust your brain on this one. Actually, it's not. It's bust me open, Ben. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's this there's this big, thin, broad muscle that kind of divides your chest slash gut in two. Uh, it's called the diaphragm and it sits above your intestines and below your lungs. And it's kind of shaped like a dome. Uh, you, of all people, you golden domers should know. Oh, you were going to fucking say that. Let's <laughs> so kind of imagine like a golden dome, but of muscle. Okay. And then when it contracts, it flattens out. Yeah, so the dome flattens. And 
this causes your the upper part of your chest to increase in volume, giving your lungs room to expand. And this expansion causes negative pressure and then that allows air to flow in. So the diaphragm is actually responsible for you breathing. Now, when you get the wind knocked out of you, I guess if you get punched or if you land on something, say like you die for a ball and the ball's like in your gut, I guess the force of you landing on the ball or getting punched would actually get the wind knocked out of you. But that term in general, I think, has uh, just means a diaphragm spasm. So when the diaphragm gets uh, hit, struck in any way or sometimes it can get tired and cramp which is a terrible sensation uh it's happened to me before um you get this feeling that you can't breathe because you actually can't for a second your diaphragm which is necessary for that chest expansion is unable to contract normally so you're left with this panic-stricken feeling of being unable to breathe. But it all sorts itself out so, after a couple seconds. So, so the, the, the air actually does not leave your body. So when we say wind got knocked out of you, the, all your air does not get knocked out of your body. No, no. I, I, I guess, no, probably not. Not all the, not all the wind gets knocked out because there's probably still air in your lungs it's just that you're unable to take a breath in and therefore i guess it feels like there's no breath in you okay all right so now i want if anybody remembers a time or the first time i remember the first time that ever happened to me i was a quarterback my freshman year in high school and it was in a game and i was back to pass and it was the classic blind side right in the middle of the back i just got whiplashed and I mean, I, I, it was one of those core memories. I remember being on the ground, just, uh, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I'm doing it now. I can't breathe. I could not breathe. <laughs> Are you, oh, you oh gosh. Okay. I breathed in a little too hard. But I mean, I, I felt like I was going to die. It was, it was horrible. Yeah, I've got a I've got a similar experience with football. I was uh, playing safety or, or cornerback in the uh, quarterback threw it my way and I tried to dive and intercept it and I missed with my arms and I landed on the ball uh, diving full speed and I remember you know you get that feeling like oh I got the wind knocked out of me and then my buddy rushes over he's he's, he's right there um, and he asked me if I'm okay because I'm laying there and I try to speak to him and I'll recreate the sound that I made <laughs> <laughs> that was my get the wind knocked out of you speak for i'm okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds, sounds about, right. about right sydney uh roaring brook elementary school i was on the monkey bars playing by myself didn't have many friends <laughs> and i was trying to make it across the monkey bars and there's like all those wood chips below you and I was up pretty high, and my fat ass could not hold on to the next monkey bar. And I fell flat on my chest. Like, I was a fucking pancake falling on the ground. And- pancake. God, you, you were so big. And I-, <laughs> and I got up, and I was fucked. I thought I was going to die. I was gasping for air, and I walked up to the I walked up to the teacher who was out on recess duty and was like fucking tapping her shoulder like this. I'm dying. Like- <laughs> and she sent me to the nurse, and I hung out. 
listening, all I can think of is that meme of the little alien where it's the kid going into his parents' room like, I threw up on myself. I don't know it. Oh, God. Uh, Jake or Jay, either one of you? I mean, I I just I quit soccer when I was a kid after getting. That's a good fucking story. No, I don't have I don't have a good story. I just I just got hit in the stomach and soccer ball. I think I knocked the wind out of myself throwing up in the CJ's bathroom in college. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now Chris, you get to tell the greatest air wind knocked out. You tell it because you tell it better. So we're all at. The uh, high school around here, Farmington High School, they have a hill in front of their, their school. And we were all out there. Kids were young, obviously. And we were all out there doing the sledding down the hill. And Chris got on a sled. And she was on her back. And she, no, I was on my oh, stomach. Oh, you're on your stomach. Right, right. She, and she went down the hill. And there was a little jump. Just a little bit of a jump. And she wanted to go off the jump. And, I mean, this is another one of these things where the memory is just there. You hear a sled going down a hill, uh, uh, the snow, and you hear, and then she hit the jump, and you just heard, you heard nothing. And then, boom, she just absolutely flattened, landed flat on the snow. We were dying laughing. And we ran over to her, and you go ahead and. I, I just, I can still see your face. You guys were all laughing in slow motion and I couldn't get any words out. And then when I could, I was like, stop laughing at me. And I was so scared because I had never had the wind knocked on me. I thought I was paralyzed. Oh I thought God. I was paralyzed from the sledding. It was one of the, one of the greatest sounds ever. That's the only time I've ever had the wind knocked out of me. Sucks, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is terrifying. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's, yeah, I was going to say, I remember that one very vividly Do watching you? that happen. Yeah. I thought my mom died. Yeah, I thought you died for a second. Those yeah. were, uh... Do you ever remember it happened to Mike? Yeah, I was. I didn't want to have to follow the good story, oh, so wow. I was just going to okay. conveniently omit it. I got right. slammed on a wrestling mat once, wrestling a kid that was like three years older than me. Because oh, my it's dad, when you were wrestling? Yeah, because yeah. my, my dad wanted me so badly to be a wrestler and fulfill his lifelong dreams of doing that. And so I went out there, and <laughs> every day it smelled so much like human skin, it freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing the singlet was really uncomfortable for me, and I just wanted to play basketball, but I was a big boy and I was supposed to wrestle, so... Oh my god, you are talking about that. How we were forced into wrestling. This is therapy session right now. I didn't realize. Did you hate me for that? It just smelled so much like skin. Jake, what did you you say, Jake? (laughs) We were really forced into wrestling, I think. Wait, did you wrestle, Jake? I wrestled for a day and then I quit. (laughs) (laughs) I just just wanted to experience different sports. I got elbowed in the face. The bad part of it was Mike because he was so big that he did. He he wrestled guys three years old. And and, and as I look back, that was a mistake. I have like six pubes and was wrestling dudes with facial hair. Let's let's let, let's not let's make this very clear too. Mike was not big. Mike was fat. Yeah. No, he was not. Mom, Jake. Mike it was, was just obese. like a bug bite farm. <laughs> he was stocky. Mike, no, there's no such thing as stocky. There's no such thing as husky. There's no such thing as big bone. Mike was fat. No, he wasn't. Wow, drunk Jake doesn't pull any punches. He Jake, no. that'll be enough. Listen, we can talk about me being a shitty student and all that. Mike was fat. 
I am drunk. <laughs> wow. Oh. He keeps leaning over and taking Chip's paws and making them clap like a little kid as he's sleeping. <laughs> like, it, every time you guys start talking. I'm so tired. Oh, my God. Dad, you got a would you rather for us. Yeah. I got two. Of course. When do you not? Yeah. Would you rather have a magic carpet that flies or your own personal robot? Do magic, magic carpet. carpet yeah, but not this. Okay. Just answer own... the question. I don't want a robot. Yeah, no. No. What kind of robot? Does anybody want a robot? Is it no. is it like an iRobot robot? Like the Will Smith movie robots? I'll take one of those over yeah. a magic carpet. Yeah. I, I think I would take a robot. Why? Because, man, they do what you want. A free personal assistant 24-7? Free air fryer 24-7? Yeah. yeah. I mean, magic carpet, how high can you really fly? I mean, you're going to run out of oxygen. You're getting too literal here, babe. Yeah, low <laughs> enough for the FAA not to care. <laughs> That is 450 feet according to drone laws. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Would know oh that. My God. I still take the magic carpet. Sydney, what you fly low. Carpet. Okay. All right. Carpet. Gotta go get carpet. my hair done. All right. Only me and Ben Roy. What did you say, Sydney? Carpet. I gotta go get my hair done. <laughs> my God. You need a personal magic carpet to go Your get hair your hair done. done. Yeah. All right. Here you go. You could just get a robot that would do it here. Yeah. yeah. How about that? No. Robots aren't the same as dry bar people. Oh, they would be better. You'd get the same perfect uh, blowout every single time for free with your own personal robot. I'm making some fucking sense right now. <laughs> yeah, because... that's, why, that's why everyone's so stunned. All of our, of our dumb asses are over here drooling. Like, Sydney has no answer for that Cindy, one. Sydney, your robot could feed Earl. Yeah. And you could just sit on the couch. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I'm a good mom. All right. Robot, show me TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have the police hunting you for a murder you didn't commit or a psychopathic clown hunting you? Oh. Well, is the psychopathic clown going to hurt me or is he it's just a scared? psychopathic clown. What do you think it's going to do? He is you, probably going to skin you. you not like, are, are we intent? I'd whoop his fucking ass. Like, <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, I could say, like, the police is a tough one. Yeah, because if you get caught, you're going to jail. jail. Yeah. But if you get caught by the psychopathic clown, you're probably he's, dead. He's going to catch these hands. Yeah, you got a chance, though. The thing about it is, with the psychopathic clown, you can kill him if he comes after you. You yeah, can't kill, right. can't kill yeah, a cop. That's true. You can kill the clown. <clears throat> I was going to say, I would look forward to, like, the point in that like light movie version of my life where I decide I'm going to take it back into my hands and there's a training montage. And then I start to like make a dent, like a pit in the front of my house with spikes in the bottom and <laughs> heat up the door handle. And all of a sudden there's a live to win. Oh my God. All right. I guess the clown then. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I never really leave my place anyway. So I guess I just lock the doors and hunker down. <laughs> you know what? Sydney, the robot could kill the clown. I changed my mind. Or I could take a magic carpet ride whenever the, the clown comes yeah. here. Oh, my God. Can we end this thing? Subscribe, yeah. rate, and review when it's possible can, again. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If not, just listen to this and be thankful. And as always, I'm genuinely sorry in advance about this entire disaster of a timeline. We're coming for you, Stone Cold. <laughs>